1060 KDUS Tempe Phoenix and KSLX HD2 Scottsdale Phoenix. It's now time to enter the sports zone with your host, Bob Kemp. Ready, set, go. Makes the handoff. Booker rising up for the win. 1.7 left. And Booker goes boom. Early substitution. Gordon is in. Beal's going to get a breather at the 721 mark. Look at all the contact. Nice job there by Nurkic having his hands up. I think the officials are going to take a look at Bradley Beal. He, he is nursing that left. Yeah, you're right. Beal is laboring right now. So he had a back injury, had an ankle injury. Then he basically broke his face, the nose. And it's something they're going to address during the All-Star break. I think burly is an appropriate adjective. And here's Perdomo. Look at this. Hayward back at the fence. Can't get it. Gone. He hit only six during the regular season. And he wasn't hitting at all in this postseason. But one swing changed all that. Ryan's got it. Goes to second. Lawler's got it. Fancy footwork there from Jordan Lawler. And they get the double play. Well, if he was nervous, that might loosen him up. Little runner for Frank Collins doesn't go. Those are shots they need to get. Look at that back pass. Popping it off for Love. Another triple for the North Carolina transfer. And they are absolutely rolling here in Tucson. The Wildcats up by 21. Last year, you look at Arizona's guards. They shot 74% of their shots with threes. As Bradley actually hits a three. As you said, he's a very good shooter. That's now his high for Arizona. Oh, look at that. The two players lost it. Clayman found it and knew what to do. Ashworth, the three in transition. Hit balls out. Trey Alexander with a rebound. Leaving for Shireman. Shed fires and hits a three for Jamal Shed. Dial 602-260-1060. That's 602-260-1060. Or tweet the show at KDUSAM1060. And now, here's your sports own guide, Bob Kemp, on KDUSAM1060. Welcome to the Tuesday, February 20th edition of the Sports Zone. Not just the news and scores, the news and scores with analysis. In today's Sports Zone, right here on KDUS AM 1060 and KSLUX HD 2 100.7, the Suns, has your opinion of them changed? The Diamondbacks, who should be the opening day shortstop? The Sun Devils, is there any hope for a Pac 12 tournament run? The Wildcats, should Tommy Lloyd be the Pac 12 coach of the year? Top-rated UConn. Does it cover tonight at Creighton? Tricky game for UConn. Also from tonight's, uh, excuse me, for the uh, from the national roundup last night, Houston uh, beat Iowa State as Houston a Final Four team. And what else caught your eye since our last show? Here's today's schedule lineup on the show, which is the most informative sports talk Monday through Friday. 
In moments, we have the introduction of today's pipeline. 10-15 or so around Major League Baseball with me, interviewing me and what should be uh, one of the strongest segments in sports zone history, I assume. Meanwhile, 10.30 or so, it'll be interactive action at 602-260-1060. Also, we'll get to some bottom line from the pipeline answers you're about to, questions, I should say, you're about to hear. And also, well, some local roundup stuff topped by ASU, not competitive at all on Saturday at the U of A. Meanwhile, final segment of the sports zone will be the national roundup, including a little latest line action. Uh, right from the headlines, from the wire, from the scoreboard, whatever I can jam into the final segment of today's spectacular one-hour radio program. But before we get on to all of that, on to the pipeline we go. Time for today's pipeline, where the host reveals the hot topics for discussion. Now we start with the KDUS poll question at KDUS1060.com. Today's question is, are the Suns closer or further away from winning a championship compared to what you thought at the start of the season? And Corey is here and has the early returns. Leading right now, further away, 83%. Closer at 17%, KDUS1060.com. Much has been made about the big three, Beal, Booker, Durant. Uh, They've all missed time because of injury. That should not be surprising considering their age and their injury history. Meanwhile, today's X-Poll question, who should be the Diamondbacks opening day starting shortstop, Jordan Lawler or Geraldo Perdomo? Geraldo Perdomo. I got to practice on that one. Okay, I was actually pretty good at it by the end of last season because Geraldo Perdomo was good. Uh, But which one should be the starting shortstop on opening day this year? And once again, Corey has early returns. Very clear here. Perdomo at 91.7%. Lawler at 8.3%. KDUS AM 1060 on X. Perdomo was the uh, 2013 starter on the National League uh, Division champ- National League uh, champion, not just the division. They didn't win the division, actually, but they won the National League. He was a starter. He hit 246 during the regular season, had some clutch uh, you know, at-bats, including the one you heard at the top of the hour in the postseason. He also played elite defense. Lawler is the Diamondbacks' top prospect. He only played 14 games at the major league level in September and hit just 129. Meanwhile, on the local front, ASU was crushed on Saturday in Tucson, 105-60, the UVA's largest margin of victory in series history, and they've been playing a really long time. Does ASU have any hope to even make a run in the Pac-12 Conference Tournament next month in Las Vegas? U of A coach Tommy Lloyd agreed to a five-year contract extension through uh, uh, 2029 uh, that will include $5.25 million next season and will escalate up to $6 million in the final year of the contract. Should Tommy Lloyd be the uh, this season's Pac-12 Coach of the Year? Meanwhile, Spain, the Globe, UConn became the first uh, unanimous number one team in the Associated Press College basketball poll this season, following their 81-53 domination on Saturday of Marquette. UConn plays tonight at Creighton. Creighton's 19-7, ranked 15th in this week's AP pool. Who do you have tonight? ATS, that's against the spread, 
in Omaha, UConn minus uh, two and a half, Creighton plus two and a half. That line, I believe, has moved a little bit. We'll update that line in the final segment of today's show. Also from the scoreboard last night, Houston avenged a loss earlier this season at Iowa State. They won in uh, at Houston, where they haven't lost for a couple of years now. Is Houston a Final Four team? Obviously, most uh, bracketologists, if not all of them, have Houston as a number one seed. The computers love Houston. Also, in addition to all these excellent questions and topics, what else caught your eye since our last show? All right, that's the pipeline. We'll get to all these tremendous topics and much more. During today's sensational one-hour radio extravaganza, anything else on your mind falls into the general discussion category. So whether it is from the pipeline or a sports topic on your mind, 602-260-1060, where you can tweet the show at x.com slash kdusam1060. Basically, the only rules are accuracy and objectivity. If you violate those rules or if you're just simply bad, you will be the target of this. Coming up next, Corey, we'll have a news update. That'll be followed by a Major League Baseball segment with me interviewing me. Uh, we had a scheduled guest. Unfortunately, the guest had to postpone uh, because of uh, some clubhouse uh, obligations for him and his real job, uh, So, which is not talking to me. His real job is not talking to me. So we're okay with that. Uh, but uh, I'll just, uh, you know, I had some questions already formed, so I'll just uh, ask the questions and I'll answer them myself and see what else I can jam into a baseball segment in the next segment. So stay tuned. This should be the greatest segment because it's me talking to me in the history of the program, uh, which is, you know, 20-some years old. Once again, at the bottom of the hour to be phone call time, 602-260-1060, general discussion at that point. You're listening to Sports Zone with Bob Kemp on KDUS AM 1060 and KSLX HD2 100.7. Listener rewards for you with the KDUS 1060 app. Download today to hear all of the national and local shows you love. That's the KDUS 1060 app. Catching up with our good friend and Chapman BMW General Manager, Shane O'Hanrahan. So, I just made my first payment on my new BMW 4 Series. I thought of you and the team that made it such a stress-free experience. That's what anyone can expect walking into our Chandler or Camelback location. Outstanding customer service and great specials on new cars. As a matter of fact, we also have financing rates as low as 2.99%. All the compliments I get are like icing on the cake. Chapman BMW, two great locations, one great experience. Stop in and see Shane soon. Del Taco is hooked up with Stone Brewing to create Buena Vesa beer-battered crispy fish tacos. They're made with Del Taco's crispy fish that's battered with Buena Vesa salt and lime lager. Because Buena Vesa makes Buenos fish tacos. And for a limited time, you can get two for just $5. So head into Del Taco to try something new. And if you're looking for an old favorite, you're in luck. Crispy Jumbo Shrimp is back. Get two crispy jumbo shrimp tacos for six bucks. Now that's Del Taco, better mix. Price and participation may vary. Don't hold back, just dive right in. This is Desert Diamond. The round, the clock, off the charts, over the top spectacle that puts a shine on any day, anytime. The tables are hot to the touch. The slots are spinning winners every day. And the point spreads are yours for the taking. So go ahead, live the diamond life. 
Desert Diamond Casino. Visit ddcaz.com. An enterprise of the Thana Autumn Nation. Oh, hey, Sarah. Are you excited to see what's in store at Goodwill today? Yeah, but what's that giant ramp for? Uh, I have no idea. What in the world? <laughs> Whoa, was that a monster truck? Let's go see what else they have. With thousands of unique and sometimes gigantic items arriving daily at your neighborhood Goodwill stores, expect the unexpected. Don't let car service overwhelm you. The choice is simple. Choose practical. Choose Brakes Plus. We'll guide you through the repairs and provide transparent pricing without all the fancy extras. Mention this ad for $10 off an oil change. Visit BrakesPlus.com to schedule your appointment today. Brakes Plus, where practical people go for exceptional service. When America says, give me a break, America comes to Brakes Plus. Good morning, I'm Corey with an update here on KDUS AM 1060. As MLB teams across the country prepare for spring training play, we received the first of what could be many Shohei Otani headlines yesterday. In Glendale on Monday, during his first official live bay practice of the year, Otani would slam out a powerful home run. The ball would be sent out over right center field and the crowd in attendance would come to life. Even though a previous pitch would hit Otani in the foot, he would quickly recover in order to make his impressive home run. Many eyes are on Otani for more than just his talent, though, as many fans are wondering just how effective Otani will be this upcoming season as he is returning from elbow surgery, the lice of which is preventing him from pitching all season long. Time will have to tell if a batting-only Otani can still claim the same level of stardom in this 2024 MLB season. Coming up next, more discussion around the world of sports here on KDUS AM 1060. downloaded the KTUS 1060 app yet? Download today and get all of your favorite local and national shows right on your phone. Okay. Welcome back to the Sports Zone with Bob Kemp on KTUS AM 1060 and KISS Lux HD 2 100.7. You're home to the Dan Patrick Show live Monday through Friday from 7 to 10 a.m., I also made an administrative decision about two seconds ago, uh, right before I heard Bob Seeger there. I was always inspired to hear Bob Seeger, even though I think he's from Ann Arbor, Michigan, so he's overcome that and become a big-time star over the years. Uh, but uh, if you'd like to get in this segment phone call-wise, go ahead. I'm going to just kind of ramble about some baseball. Uh, unfortunately, our scheduled guest unable to join us. There was a clubhouse change and he's a, a baseball reporter so a clubhouse change and so we're i'm just gonna, basically going to fill the segment so if you want to get in it's general discussion i would really love it if you like to talk about baseball a little bit anything to do with baseball would be great but 602-260-1060 also we'll have general discussion in the next segment as usual if you'd like to come in and join us at that point but anytime in the next two segments General discussion, baseball preferred in this segment, but that's okay. If it's, it's something else, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll get you in. So, Corey, sorry about that. I didn't give you much of a heads up. In fact, I didn't give you any heads up on that until I just said it. But if you want to get in, 602-260-1060. All right, spring training in Arizona and Florida is underway. The Diamondbacks' first Cactus League game is on Thursday. Uh, as far as uh, just some things, 
Uh, what I'm going to do here is, you know, I already had questions formulated uh, for for our guest, and once again, I'm fine. We're, I'm good. I, I totally understand when, you know, one of our scheduled guests isn't able to join us because he's got to do his job. My God, yeah, how could I get him out? I'm cool, cool with that. The bad news is you got to listen to all, you all got to listen to me ramble for a second here. But I'm just going to ask some of the questions that I had prepared, and uh, I'm going to ask them and answer them, in my opinion. For instance, I was going to start, I'm going to start with the Diamondbacks. Uh, the 2023 Diamondbacks, uh, did they get hot at the right time last season, or do they have staying power in the National League? Well, they obviously got hot at the right time last season. I do think they have some stay, staying power in the National League. I think they've done an okay job in the offseason. Hopefully, Eduardo Rodriguez will work out. Also, I wish they would have done a little bit better job. If, you know, they did sign Randall Gritchick. I'll get to more on that in the next segment of the local roundup. I assume he's going to be you know, a platoon with Jock Peterson uh, for the uh, you know combination DH outfielder spot and so forth. You know, Guriel, I'm sure, will you know, be part of that DH outfield uh, rotation also. Uh, just, uh, I assume Peterson's not going to play hardly any, if any, uh, outfield. I would prefer he not play any outfield if I'm the Diamondbacks. But anyway, I think they've done an okay job. I would have much preferred if they'd gone out and got Jorge Soler, who ended up signing with the Giants last week. But I'm sure, I assume, I'm, I'm assuming, and I'm pretty sure, the Diamondbacks were not going to pay what Solaire got from the Giants, they weren't going to pay Solaire at that kind of money, so that's why they ended up with a combination of Peterson and uh, also uh, Randall Gritchick. All right, on to the American League. We covered the National League in this segment with Zach Kreiser from Yahoo. So my plan, and uh, still going to just kind of ramble my way through this with the American League. Yeah, the first up, before I get to the American League, though, there are high-profile, five of them, high-profile high free agents still out there. And unsigned, not surprisingly, they're all Scott Boris clients. Uh, we start with Cody Bellinger, Valley product Cody Bellinger. Obviously, one really good season with the Cubs last year after he left via free agency from the Dodgers after some injury-plagued issues in his end of his Dodger career. Where's the most la the most logical landing spot for Bellinger you know, right now? And I still think the, the Cubs are the best, the most logical place. The one team I've had, uh, heard, well, two teams I've heard mentioned would be the Giants. And I would hate if, uh, or if I were a left-handed hitter, I would want no part of going to San Francisco for 81 home games. So that would not be my, if I were, if Bellinger were calling me, if he you know moved on from Scott Boris and said, I'm going to call that Bob Kemp guy, he's really smart. And what you know, get some advice from him. Uh, I would actually suggest to go back to the to the Cubs, but also heard the Phillies mention, and that would be really intriguing to me. Uh, he certainly, you know, their center field position got much better in late season than last year as far as defense goes, but they could use some offense. Everybody could use more offense, but he'd be tremendous in that lineup and then also in that ballpark. So that would be a very interesting spot if Cody Bellinger ended up there. Two starting pitchers still out there. Once again, this is the Boris Five, I'm going to call them. It sounds like a, the Dave Clark Five from the 60s if you're an old rock and roll fan. 
Uh, at first, you had to be old, if you remember the 60s, and then an old rock and roll fan, that's even better. Uh, but anyway, two uh, you know, pitchers in the, in the, uh, the Boris Five, uh, Blake Snell and Jordan Montgomery remain unsigned. There was a report or a couple of reports out there yesterday that uh, Blake Snell, supposedly considering the Angels or the Giants, uh, so the Giants always seem to be mentioned in all these things for like two or three years running, and rarely do they seem to get the guy that they really want. Uh, so we'll see what's up with that. Uh, Blake Snell, I would, you know, I would not advise anybody to go to the Angels because I just don't think they're any good. I think their organization has been a mess for literally a decade. Um, and I actually think the Giants have a chance to be pretty good. You know, once they figure out their pitching, obviously they've got some guys that are already injured and not going to start the season, uh, including a, you know, you know, a couple of guys that uh, they have signed in the last you know, year or two. But uh, we'll see what's up with that. But you know, it would be interesting if he ended up with the Giants. Uh, Jordan Montgomery remains unsigned. Seems unlikely that he's going to resign with the Texas Rangers. We covered that last week when we covered the uh, preview of the Rangers in the Thursday segment, or this segment on thir- last Thursday. Uh, the, the, I've heard the Astros actually mentioned for Jordan Montgomery. That would be very intriguing because obviously they've got uh, you know, a tremendous bullpen. Their bullpen was good, and then they added Josh Hader in the offseason, so that bullpen's going to even be better. So those are just some places that I've heard. You know, Montgomery's been mentioned many places but i heard the astros mentioned last week and that kind of went hmm ding 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 i thought that was uh that's not a bad match you know whether they could do it financially not my problem right so you know i'm just trying to match teams that could use arms and uh that would seem to a starting arm would seem to be a good idea for them okay next up the last two guys in the boris five as we're calling them Two position players, Matt Chapman and J.D. Martinez, who's really not a position player anymore. He's just a D.H. Let's start with Chapman. This seems to be the most logical thing of all. Uh, you know, Bob Melvin's now the manager in Oakland. I'm excuse me, in San Francisco. Obviously, he was with Chapman in Oakland. Chapman's best years were with Melvin in Oakland. And it seems like that this would be a nice re- uh, Reunited and it feels so good, as uh, McCabe used to sing back on the day. Probably still sings it. I talked to McCabe last weekend, in fact, and didn't ask him to sing it. But uh, anyway, he's doing well. Uh, but uh, you know, Chapman and Melvin back together in uh, San Francisco. Uh, that would be a monster upgrade at third base uh, from Davis, who's not a bad hitter, but not the greatest defensive player. Chapman, a tremendous defensive player. And certainly an okay hitter. Uh, so that would make sense. As far as J.D. Martinez, I don't really have much of a fit for him, quite frankly. Um, he, had some, he, he was really good last year at the Dodgers when he was able to play. Uh, he, had, he was on the injured list at least a couple of times. Uh, you know, played a couple of games in the outfield, maybe more than a couple, but not more than like 15 I'm um, not sure if you want that. Uh, you don't want him to play the outfield anymore. I think he's just strictly a DH. So just, you know, who, who doesn't need a bat? So do you figure who needs a DH? And that might be a landing spot. But I don't have one place that just kind of stands out to me like, whew, that would be perfect for them and for him and them, the team itself. 
All right, so there's a little part one here. So that's the Boris Five. On to the American League we go. The Orioles, which unfortunately we were going to preview last Friday when uh, I had an internet issue and I do my show. I do this show from my home here. And uh, the first time, it's only the second time in a year and a half I've been doing the show from home that we've had an internet issue. And that was the, the last time was like for 10 minutes. This one was like for four hours. Uh, I'm not joking. It was like three or four hours. So that's what happened last Friday. We did record the interview with the uh, uh, regarding the Orioles, part of it. And actually, my internet went out during the pre-recording of the interview. Uh, so we you know, got into the Orioles a little bit. But what do they do now? You know, you got uh, you know, two starting pitchers, Kyle Bradish and John Means. Uh, I've had the you know, if, if, you know, first thing we heard in the spring training is it's uh, likely that neither of those are going to the others two get neither of those two guys are going to start the season. Definitely means is not going to. Bradish it didn't sound terribly encouraging, uh, so we'll see what's up with that. They obviously did trade for Corbin Burns. I said this many times last year. The Orioles to me was the most they were the most intriguing team in Major League Baseball, most fun team to watch for me. Uh, I kind of caught into them, onto them at the end of 2022. Uh, they just had a little more. If they had Corbin Burns and Bradish and John Means at the end of last year, uh, they might have beaten the Rangers in the first round, second round, second round of the playoffs. Uh, but they, did, they weren't able. In fact, they didn't even win a game in that series. Uh, but we'll see how this goes. But how much does the uh, injury, do the injuries to Means and Bradish set them back? The Yankees, Aaron Byrne, uh, Baron Boone confirmed that uh, Juan Soto and Aaron Judge are going to be hitting back to back. But how much pitching do they have? Do they have enough? Uh, do they have enough everything else other than those two guys? I don't think so. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, it's certainly the uh, Yankees much more aggressive after the Soto trade. We'll see. I assume that they'll be more aggressive at the trade deadline if needed this year. The Rays and the Jays, sticking in uh, the, with the American League East, what do we think of those two teams? The Rays ran out of starting pitchers last year, which we talked about literally the whole season because they ran out of a couple of guys. A couple of guys that were in their rotation were injured very early in the season. Uh, and the Rays, uh, that's the Rays. The Jays had a, just an offensive outage. You know, they, they changed their dimensions in the field, raised the fences. They moved the fences in, but they raised the, the height of the fences. And that seemed to hurt several of their hitters. Uh, so, you know, they were known for their offense before. They became a pitching team. They don't, I don't know, the metrics say otherwise, but if you watch them play and if you have a clue about baseball, uh, they don't play very good defense in several positions. So I'm curious, I don't think the Jays are, I didn't believe in them last year. I don't believe in them this year. A lot of people believe them in the last year, and I did not from the start. As far as the AL Central goes, is this just the Twins and everybody else? I think so. You know, the Tigers, I know, are getting some love, but... I need to see that first. They've got too many guys that have an injury history that are they're quote depending on. The only other thing I have from the AL Central right now is Dylan Cease. Is he going to get traded? Um, I doubt if he gets traded during spring training because I think that they get a lot more in return from him. They're taking a risk. 
uh, in case if he got hurt or something. But I would assume they'd get much more if they waited to trade Dylan Cease before the August trade deadline as opposed to sometime during spring training. Unless there's a team that loses an ace starting pitcher and Bradish doesn't qualify for an ace starting pitcher, in my opinion. I don't think the, twi- I don't think the Orioles would be interested in the Dylan Cease derby if there is such a thing. As far as uh, the West goes, the Rangers won the World Series. But... They didn't re-sign Jordan Montgomery, as I mentioned. Max Scherzer and uh, Jacob DeGrom expected to be out until after the All-Star break, coming back from their surgeries in the last 12 months. Their lineup is tremendous. Their defense, which I talked about all of last year, very underrated. I don't think it's underrated anymore after their playoff display of tremendous defense more than occasionally. Is the offense, that lineup, and their defense good enough uh, to keep them afloat until hopefully for them, Scherzer and DeGrom are ready to go at some point in the second half of the season. Meanwhile, the Astros have changed managers. Dusty Baker retired. Joe Espada is in. Uh, they've also got some, they already had a good bullpen, and they added Josh Hader, who's going to be the closer ahead of Ryan Presley most days. Presley would be a setup guy and pitch the eighth inning. Most days, and Hader would be pitching the ninth. They've already declared that. Uh, you know, the Astros, uh, you know, should they be a favorite ahead of the Rangers? They are in a lot of the projections from the uh, you know, numbers people and the non numbers people. And I can understand how the Astros are actually favored to win the uh, division. There were the Mariners, the last team I'll talk about here, uh, they won 88 games last season. One of these years, they're going to figure all this out. I mean, they've got some incredible individual position players, specifically Julio Rodriguez in center field. He got off to an awful start last year and then was uh, maybe the best, pretty close to the best player in baseball. He's in the conversation. In the last two or three months of last season, they've got several good young arms in the rotation. I'm assuming that those guys will be kind of figuring out simultaneously, which started to happen some in the second half last year. Um, The Mariners are a team I'm definitely – they won 88 games last season. I've looked at season win totals yet this year. The Mariners are clearly a team I'm very much looking forward to considering, at least, betting over the season win total for the upcoming 2024 season in part because I believe in their starting pitching. I think that some of their young players, other than Rodriguez, will continue to improve. And I also think that the fact that the the Rangers are not going to be as good the first half of the season without their starting pitching of last year or projected starting pitching for this year, at least the, you know, the two studs I mentioned, uh, that's going to help the Mariners a little bit too. So... And plus, they play the Angels, and they also play the Athletics a ton of times. And I think both those teams are going to be awful. Uh, So the Mariners might be a tricky team and a team I'm at least thinking about betting over before I even see the season win totals, which I will get into in the next couple of weeks here for sure. All right. There we go. Bob on baseball. All right. Bob not on baseball in the next segment. 602-260-1060. Also phone call time. General discussion, if you want to jump aboard, 602-260-1060. I'll get into a little, uh, get some bottom line from the pipeline questions. In fact, all the pipeline questions, including the poll questions, 
that you heard at the top of the hour. We'll also get into a little local roundup, including the demolition, uh, more like the demolition derby in Tucson on Saturday as the U of A routed ASU. It was closed for a little while, and then it was, oh, my God, it was really hard to watch. 50-26, to 26, the U of A went on a run in that game. And then basically Tommy Lloyd rested his starters for the last, like, 10 minutes of the game because they had a 400-point lead. You're listening to the Sports Zone with Bob Kemp on KDUS AM 1060 and KS Lux HD 2 100.7. I'll turn those picks into gold. Wall-to-wall NFL coverage and the biggest stories coming to you from 3 to 5 p.m. The Rich Eisen Show here on KDUS AM 1060 and KDUS1060.com. That's not good. We'll be right out. Thanks for calling ASAP Commercial Doors. I am Genie of the Lamp. Whoa, Genie, you got to stop doing that. Surprises me every time, and I don't like surprises. Sorry, Tasha. What do you need? No wishes today, my friend. Just need to get the front door working for Mr. Williams' convenience store. I see. Standard, glass, or automatic sliding? It's a glass door with a metal frame. Ah, shucks. You're good at those. Like I said, no wishes today. Perhaps I can grant you a non-door-related wish. Well, I could use a fresh... ASAP! One fresh loaf of bread! That's not what I wish for. ASAP! A fresh water fish. Ew, gross. I just want a cup of coffee. ASAP, commercialdoors.com. One cup of coffee, coming up. No need. Five minutes away on Uber Eats. Ah, shucks. License number, 146316. Neil Young and Crazy Horse. I want to live with a cinnamon. Love Earth Tour. Saturday, April 27th, Talking Stick Resort Amphitheater. A rare opportunity to see Neil Young and Crazy Horse live. Always in high fidelity. On sale now at LiveNation.com. More information at NeilYoungArchives.com. Not so lucky in Las Vegas? Escape to the largest 24-hour gaming resort in Laughlin, Nevada, where winners stay and play at Aquarius Casino Resort. On the banks of the scenic Colorado River, every stay at Aquarius is a winning experience with 15 Best of Awards in hotel, gaming, and dining. Our guests enjoy the beautiful Riverwalk, remarkably affordable room rates, and over 2 to $3 million in hand-paid jackpots each month. Will you be next? Book your stay at AquariusCasinoResort.com today. Welcome to the one no cuffs legal minute where we try and help you stay out of handcuffs unless of course you're into that sort of thing i'm darren cavanoki founder of 1-800 no cuffs here with award-winning arizona 1-800 no cuffs defense attorney Dwayne cates Dwayne, does somebody really need a lawyer for a dui case here absolutely they need a lawyer it's just like if you had a complicated medical problem you wouldn't want to take out your own appendix I mean, you could, but it would be really painful and you'd be guaranteed to get a bad result. It's the same thing after a DUI arrest. The average person doesn't know what mistakes that the cops can make and they don't know what to look for. The police making a mistake is the absolute best way to get you out of a DUI in Arizona. This was the 1-800-NO-CUFFS Legal Minute. If you're ever in the position where you can only make one phone call, make it 1-800-NO-CUFFS. 1-800-NO-CUFFS. Why? Because no, no one looks, looks good in handcuffs, handcuffs unless you're into that sort of thing. thing. Call 1-800-NO-CUFFS. 
Check out the Doug Gottlieb Show, Monday through Friday, 1 to 3 p.m., right here on KDUS AM 1060. It's time for today's local roundup. Neil Young and Crazy Horse coming to Talking Stick. I might think about going to that. Okay. Welcome back to the Sports Zone with Bob Kemp on KDUS AM 1060 and Castellux HD 2 100.7. If you want to jump aboard, it is phone call time, part two, uh, 602-260-1060, general discussion. First up, some uh, bottom line answers from today's pipeline. You must start with the KDUS poll question at KDUS1060.com. Today's question, are the Suns closer or further away from winning a championship compared to what you thought at the start of the season? And the bottom line is, surprisingly, I'm going to say yes, they are closer. Uh, for weeks, I've said that the Suns are good offense, bad defense, suspect rebounding, uh, and I pretty much forecast that last summer. Uh, but the NBA has never had more bad defense, in my opinion, because uh, primarily because of the rules changes, which for the last 30 years, I'm not exaggerating, have all seemingly benefited the offense. And uh, most importantly, the enforcement of these rules this season uh, they just don't, anything, anybody that like, if you're a defender and you put a hand on a guy, it seems to be a foul. Uh, and that obviously is part of the reason that scoring is just skyrocketed. Also the Suns trade deadline addition of Rice O'Neal, uh, should help, um, with his, obviously his defensive skills. Uh, he brings that much needed depth. Uh, all that's another weakness that I that I basically forecast last summer. Thought it was a horribly constructed roster in July and August when they put this together. He helps them a lot. Now how he's deployed, uh, we haven't really seen much because you know Bradley Buell got hurt in the second game that O'Neill was here, so I'm not exactly sure how this rotation is going to work and whether they got like 26 or so, seven games to figure this out before the playoffs start. Uh, one question about all this, will the NBA dictate uh, that this style of play will continue or in the postseason will it remain uh, – well, what the, the postseasons, you know, they seem to call more you – know, they, they let them play more, uh, which I would much prefer. It's a much better product, in my opinion. I don't want to tackle basketball. I don't want the Pistons to come back from the – the bad boys, which was you know, the biggest joke in the history of the NBA, watching that team play. Uh, I don't want that, but you know, it would be nice if they were. Uh, it was a little more physical, and uh, if that happens, uh, I don't think this. I think the Suns are. Uh, that would not help the Suns. The Suns need the way that they're playing basketball in the regular season, the way that they play it in the postseason. More physical play. I think the Suns are. You know, less chance of them winning. Today's Expo question, uh, who should be the Diamondbacks opening day starting shortstop, Jordan Lawler or Geraldo Perdomo? Uh, Perdomo, of course, was a starter on the 2023 National League Division, or National League champion, I keep saying division, champion uh, Diamondbacks. They went to the World Series. Perdomo should definitely be the starting shortstop to start the regular season unless, big unless here, Lawler would have to have a spectacular spring training with his bat to be the starting shortstop on opening day. Perdomo delivered multiple clutch hits and walks throughout the postseason last year. 
helped them get to the World Series and was actually, I remember one play in the one uh, at bat in the World Series, he helped them win a game, the only game they won uh, in the World Series. He's also Perdomo, one of the best defenders at uh, shortstop in the sport. Uh, there are lots of questions whether Lawler is an everyday shortstop at the major league level. At least I've seen I've seen some questions. I saw enough of them last year to think that that's uh, a legitimate concern. Also in today's pipeline, as far as the bottom line goes, question: Does ASU have any uh, any hope to make a run in the uh, Pac-12 tournament? The bottom line for me here is that it seems highly unlikely that ASU will win more than one game in the Pac to the final ever Pac-12 conference tournament. UCLA and Utah, if healthy, I think are actually legitimate threats to win more than one game in the Pac-12 tournament. While Oregon, Stanford, and even USC have more talented rosters than ASU does. In fact, you make a case. Colorado might have the most. They have the most NBA players of any team in the Pac-12, but they just can't seem to stop anybody. Uh, and USC has done, rarely had its team intact this year. They also have at least two first-round draft picks on that particular team. Meanwhile, also continuing with the pipeline, Tommy Lloyd to see this season's Pac-12 Coach of the Year. Actually, the bottom line is that Lloyd might get some national Coach of the Year votes, but Washington's Kyle Smith right now I think is the heavy favorite to be the Pac-12 Conference Coach of the Year. Moving on, more college basketball. Uh, who you got tonight, ATS at Omaha, UConn minus 2.5 or Creighton plus 2.5? I'll update this number in the next segment. Uh, before the next segment, I'll look it up. But during the break, uh, I think this number has actually gone up a little bit, but we used the two and a half number earlier. Bottom line, I was, I'll, ta- I'll take UConn laying the two and a half. Even if they're laying three, I would, uh, I would prefer obviously the two and a half, but laying three wouldn't jump. I wouldn't jump off the ship on that. Uh, just because of the depth, uh, you know, D- D- Danny Hurley, his team, they developed a ton of depth here, kind of out of necessity because they've had a number of starters that have missed time because of injury. Now it seems like everybody's healthy. Uh, Creighton, they have a good starting five, but hardly anybody coming off the bench. Uh, I think it's just a bad matchup for Creighton, even though they're playing at home in Omaha, where they are really tough to beat. And uh, like a lot of teams in college basketball this year, much better at home than they have been on the road. Speaking of which, Houston. Is Houston a Final Four team? Uh, the question, and the bottom line is that Houston is a Final Four level team with its defense. It's uh, They entered last night's game against Iowa State, allowing the fewest points per game in the country. Also, they led the nation in field goal defense. That certainly wasn't hurt last night. Quite a combo there. And I, I have to admit, I was wrong about Houston before the season started. I certainly admired them uh, for what they did, but they were playing in the AAC those years. I know they had one run into the Final Four, but I just didn't think that Houston would be as competitive because they're jo- they joined the Big 12 before this year. But they are the best team in the nation's best conference, so I'm uh, surprised at how well they have played for sure. All right, quickly, a little ASU hoops from the weekend on Saturday. Bobby Hurley's team, 18.5-point underdogs, lost by 45, 105-60. to 60. 
It was the U of A's largest margin of victory ever against ASU. The game was tied at 20 before ASU, or excuse me, before the U of A. The U of A won on a 50 to 26 run. Uh, the fact the U of A had 70 points in the first 28 minutes of this game before Tommy Lloyd basically unloaded and you know used his bench uh, for a large chunk of the last 12 minutes of the game. Last six or seven minutes, it was almost all guys from the bench. Also, ASU, since starting the conference season with four consecutive wins, ASU has now lost eight of its last ten games. ASU outscored in the points in the paint. UVA had a 52-16 to 16 advantage in points in the paint. And ASU, which is a miserable three-point shooting team for much of the season, not good last Saturday, six out of 24. Uh, the one thing that most surprised me in this game is that ASU, you would think, would be the 50-50 ball, uh, loose ball king in this battle. That's something the U of A has struggled at, uh, with really for a couple years now. Uh, the U of A even got the loose balls. I mean, they clearly had the advantage in the 50-50 loose balls. That, to me, was the biggest surprise in that game on Saturday. Meanwhile, the U of A, uh, they were a rested team. They had a week off. Uh, Jaden Bradley uh, came off the bench and led the way with the season-high 21 points for the Wildcats, five assists, four rebounds. Caleb Love is the favorite to win the Pac-12 Player of the Year, but I've been uh, making the case all year long that Pella Larson is actually the U of A's best player. Uh, count his defensive skills, just an all-around player to me. You know, I certainly acknowledge Love's offensive skills. Not an awful defender. Not a particularly good defender, uh, but Larson is much better, in my opinion, at both ends of the floor. So Larson is actually their best player. All right, next segment, we'll wrap up the Sports Zone for today with the National Roundup. Uh, give you a little preview for tomorrow, brief preview for tomorrow. Also, we have the bottom line. Uh, that was the bottom line. We'll have a little thank you time is what we'll have. In the next segment, I'll throw in a little college basketball from last night. Update the point spreads for the two big games tonight, Connecticut at Creighton, and also uh, tonight uh, BYU host Baylor. That game's had a significant line change in the last 24 hours, so I'll get to that. That'll be amongst the things we talk about in the final segment of today's spectacular one-hour sports zone right here on KDUS AM 1060 and Cast Lux HD2 100.7. Bringing you the latest sports topics weekly right here on KDUS AM 1060 with me, the Doug Gottlieb Show, 1 to 3 p.m. Are allergies holding you back? Take control with Aspire Allergy and Sinus, your one-stop solution for a breath of fresh air. Our expert team offers comprehensive allergy testing and cutting-edge treatments so you can enjoy life without the hassle of sneezing and sniffles. Say goodbye to allergy and sinus struggles and hello to a healthier, happier you. Go to AspireAllergy.com today to ditch those temporary fixes and schedule your appointment. That's AspireAllergy.com. Wow, it's busy tonight. Did you make a reservation? Mm-hmm. Booking it now. You're doing it now? We're already here. Hmm? No, just booking that doctor's appointment for the little one through the banner app. <laughs> Love it. Knocking an item off the to-do list. Press party of two. You didn't think I'd forgotten the reservation, did you? At Banner Health, we're all about making care easier. That's why the Banner Health app helps you find the right doctor, schedule appointments, and more, so you can spend more time with the people you love. Banner Health. Exhale. 
Hi, Mike's mom. Hi there. Great soccer match today, kiddo. Thanks. Can I have a chocolate milk? Sure. But your mom brought drinks for your team, too. Yours are better. <laughs> Daniel, those are for Mike's team. It's no problem. The kids love it. <laughs> Obviously. It's also packed with the nutrients their bodies need for after sports recovery and hydrates better than water. Well, looks like I'm bringing chocolate milk next week, too. Milk. It's undeniably dairy. A message from the Arizona milk producers. Addiction can't wait. Depression can't wait. Anxiety can't wait. Help can't wait. Until now, immediate care for behavioral health issues simply wasn't available. But with DeNova Collaborative Health, you can get same-day access to licensed behavioral health providers. Visit DeNova.com or call 1-855-DeNova-1. Looking to sell your home? Hi, I'm Andrew the Home Buyer, and I love making it easy to sell your house. I'll personally come and give you a cash offer the same day we meet, and I'll beat any other offer. It really is that easy to sell your home, and no need to clean or fix anything. I'll buy it in as-is condition. Call me, Andrew the Home Buyer, today to get your same-day cash offer. Visit andrewthehomebuyer.com. Good morning, I'm Corey with an update here on KDUS AM 1060. As the basketball season continues, we have news of another firing of a head coach. Coach of the Brooklyn Nets, Jacques Vaughn, has been fired from his position during his second year as coach. As it stands currently, the Brooklyn Nets have a record of 21-33 and 33 for the season, putting them in 11th place in the East. After earning the job as coach from Steve Nash two seasons ago, Vaughn would earn himself a 71-68 and 68 record playing in the regular season, but end up with a 0-8 record when it came to playoff play. It was also announced that assistant Kevin Ollie would be named the interim head coach to lead the Nets. As for Ollie's personal history, he had played in the NBA for 13 seasons, and as a coach, Ollie would lead UConn to a national championship back in 2014. In Vaughn's press conference yesterday, he would say that he hopes that each individual he worked with felt respected and valued, and that he gave the team his all every single day. Nets general manager Sean Marks would also make a statement that this decision was incredible difficult to make, but it was one that they felt would be in the best interest of the team going forward. As the new interim head coach, Ollie will have to take a team who is currently in the bottom 10 in terms of both offensive and defensive efficiency since mid-December and begin to turn things around. Starting with today's practice, Kevin Ollie will have to pull the team together under new leadership and prepare the Nets for their first game after the All-Star break against the Toronto Raptors this Thursday. Coming up next, more discussion around the world of sports here on KDUS AM 1060. Hey, Phoenix, Doug Gottlieb here. I'm bringing the best sports talk weekdays to you, 1 to 3 p.m., right here on KDUS AM 1060. All right, final segment of today's spectacular radio extravaganza is known as the Sports Zone right here on KDUS AM 1060 and KISS Lux HD 2 100.7. It is thank you time. As always, we thank you for listening. Special thanks to callers, emailers, tweeters, texters, whomever and whatever else slipped the cracks. Also on Wednesday, we'll go around college basketball with Justin Williams from The Athletic. Lots of topics to discuss with Justin, including obviously the uh, the uh, the unveiling of the early uh, seeds. Uh, that Those are obviously highly subject to change uh, that the NCAA Tournament Committee revealed last Saturday. Sound of the day, courtesy of 3TV, TNT, TBS, MLB, 
FS1, Fox, and also ESPN. Special thanks, as always, to Kayla, Corey, and Aaron. All right, latest line for today, the uh, Connecticut line. I mentioned I thought it had moved. It had, uh, has. Uh, Connecticut opened a two-point favorite at Creighton, total 145.5 in the opening number. That updated line over, as of just a few minutes ago. Uh, Connecticut now a three-point road favorite at Creighton tonight. Total down from 145.5 to 144.5. Also tonight, another ranked battle. Uh, Baylor uh, is at BYU. BYU a one-point favorite in the opening number. That number is up to four. So I wonder if somebody from Baylor is out uh, because of injury. To my knowledge, I don't know anybody in their team that's been injured. I haven't watched them play for the last week or so, so my bad on that. But the line has gone from one to four in the last 24 hours since the opening number yesterday afternoon. Total's gone down two points, too, from 157 to 155. Last night in college basketball, Houston and Iowa State, two of the nation's best defensive teams. But quite frankly, it's really hard to watch when they play each other because they're too good on defense. Jamal Shedd had 26 points, including 20 in the second half. And Houston took over sole possession in the first, play, first place atop the Big 12 with a 63-63 to 65 uh, victory over Iowa State in that game. The Cougars are now 23-3 overall, 10-3 at conference play. The Cyclones are 20-6 uh, overall. They are 9-4 in conference play. Uh, five games left in the regular season for both teams. Also last night, Virginia, a mediocre team, and got blown out last night at Virginia Tech. Lost 75-41. to uh, Virginia supposedly was fighting for the ACC title before this game. Probably not now. Uh, they play Carolina, by the way, I believe on Saturday, Virginia does. So uh, that'll go ways to uh, determining the ACC champion. Meanwhile, Texas and Kansas State played last night. They're both uh, – those two teams should both be better, quite frankly. So uh, Max Asmith, uh, Asmith, uh, you know, the you know, used to play at Oral Roberts, played at Oral Roberts when they upset Ohio State in the uh, pandemic tournament a few years ago. Uh, but uh, he uh, – yeah, became the uh, the uh, team the, the first uh, the first player in men's NCAA tournament uh, yeah not tournament but NCAA history in the history of college basketball to have three thousand career points. He's played I believe six years now because of the pandemic year, and uh, Texas beat Kansas State last night sixty two to fifty six. Both those two uh, those two teams for me should be better. Quickly, uh, some rip from the headlines from the wire combo here. Uh, over the weekend, long weekend, Raiders quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo suspended two games for violating the NFL's performance-enhancing drugs policy. The league announced that over the weekend. Uh, he will not appeal the suspension. He'll miss the first two games of the 2024 season. Also, it's rumored that they're going to release Jimmy Garoppolo the Raiders anyway and would have before this actually was official. Geno Smith uh, officially got the guaranteed contract uh, for $12.7 million for next year. Uh, meanwhile, the NBA, if uh, Jacques Vaughn, the Brooklyn Nets coach, is no longer the Brooklyn Nets coach, and Kevin Ollie is now the uh, interim coach for the rest of the year for the Nets, Mike Conley, uh, age 36, agreed on a two-year, $21 million contract extension uh, to stay with the uh, Timberwolves. 
Uh, the Red Sox and closer Liam Hendricks agreed to a uh, contract, a two-year deal uh, worth $10 million. Uh, 35 years old, obviously came back from the uh, cancer situation last year, unfortunately injured his arm, and he's coming off a of Tommy John surgery. It's questionable as whether he will pitch at all this upcoming season. All right, that's it for the Sports Zone for today. We'll have much more tomorrow. We'll return to the three hours of uh, local programming in the morning and early afternoon. The Sports Zone from 10 to one, uh, from 10 to 11 o'clock. Then it's the Extra Point hosted by Kayla, of course, from 11 to 1 o'clock. This has been the Sports Zone with Bob Kemp. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it very much. Have a great rest of your day, everybody.